chapter 30, verses 15 through 19. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways, observing his commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you do not hear, or are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him then, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to Philip, Have I not been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? And you still not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe in me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe in me because of the works themselves. Thank you, Jonathan. Very well done. I want to take a moment, first off, to thank your pastor, Reverend Ole. She's very gracious. We had a couple of conversations on the telephone, and uh, she opened the doors, invited me in. And that's a, that's a gracious thing for a pastor to let somebody else come in and take their pulpit. It's been 25 years since I've been here, so it's kind of a, almost a strange thing. <laughs> but it, it's a, a real honor to come and be invited by your minister. I, I want to take you back and think about some things while I'm here to share with you. Because in 25 years, a lot of things have changed. And uh, you all have changed a little bit. Some of you I don't even know. <laughs> Some of you I knew, and I'm not sure I know. But we're, we're living in a time, we are told in this country, when, when we're going to expect change. Change is a thing that's coming. So what is it that you have in this age? Think about that. If I, if I said to you, what's the one thing that you are sure you have? I can tell you one thing that you have. Well, of course, some of you are going to say, we have a family, we have a home, we have a car. Those are good things. We have so many things in this life that it's almost insurmountable. You, you listen to television, you listen to all these advertisements, you think, my golly whiz, where does it stop? I was listening to television not too long ago, some commercials came on. You can now get legal aid through something on television they call Zoom. 
out our way, I don't know if you can get it back here, but it's easier to clean your showers now because we have Kaboom on the market that you can clean your shower with. And if you want to dry it when you get through, there's a new towel from Germany that you can dry it with called Wow. Zoom Kaboom Wow. That's our new life. Well, you have some other things too, though, don't you? Well, I have pain. I have worries. I have concern. I have upset. I have tension. Now, let me say this. All of those things, positive and negative, are passing. Those are the things that are changing. If you're concerned about something, worried about it, or if you're holding on to something tightly because that's what you want, be careful because those things will change. Well, what's the one thing you have then? From the beginning of the Bible in the Old Testament, Adam and Eve, to the very end of the Bible, the book of Revelations, where God says in his word, let him who is a thirst take of the living water freely. All the way through the scriptures, there is one word, choice. It's not forced on you. It didn't say you have to drink this. It didn't say you have to eat this. It said, here's the apple on the tree. Here's the cup of water from the stream. Choose. That's a very important thing because what you choose is going to establish your future, your destiny, and not just yours, but generations to follow. Let me take you back better than 300 years. Because to choose, you have to have some basis for choice. You have to have a foundation. This country started with a group of our forefathers, men who needed to make some hard choices. They signed the Declaration of Independence and they pledged to this new country their life, their wealth, their sacred honor. That's, a, that's their whole being. Many of them lost their wealth. They were compromised totally in their life. Now, how do you make a choice like that? On what basis? What foundation? These men were men of the Christian faith. If anyone ever says to you, this nation is not Christian, does not have a faith, go back to these founding fathers. Fifty-six of them. Twenty-nine of the fifty-six men that signed the Constitution had seminary degrees. Compare that to today's legislature. <laughs> well, maybe we better not compare that. We become a legalistic society with a far greater number of attorneys in the legislature than we have pastors. Well, what does this mean to these men that are establishing the foundation? What difference did it make? The kind of decisions and choices they made. The opening Congress, the legislature, took an act. There was a law when they started the new colonies over here under England a law that I never heard of before, but it was a law that said you were not allowed to print the Bible in the English language. I always wondered why the pilgrims were carrying their hymnal. You never hear about them carrying the Bible. The hymnal was their big resource of faith because the law said you can't reproduce the Bible in English. They printed it in the, English, in the Indian language. They printed it in German, French, all other languages, but it was not legal to print it in English until the revolution and the establishment of the First Continental Congress. 
And one of the first acts of the Continental Congress was to print the Bible. Who paid for that? The Constitution out of tax money. Why did they do a thing like that? It is written in the record that they printed the Bible so that every school would have a Bible. That was true for 320 years. What about today? What's our choice? You find a Bible in the school. How do we let things like that happen? Because someone who had a different foundation made a different decision and it changed the future. When we think about change, my friends, watch on what basis you're making the change. Where's your foundation? Paul said, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and no other foundation shall be laid other than that which is laid in Jesus Christ. That's our foundation. You make decisions not on whim and fancy, not on what you desire, not on what you like, not on what you have or don't have. You make decisions on a foundation that is more lasting. Because if it's something you want, tomorrow you may not want it and you're going to be stuck with it. Buy a lemon for an automobile and find out. Go down and buy the store, buy some groceries and say, well, I think I'll try this new product and take it home and cook it and find out you don't like it. Don't make decisions that are meaningful on a whim and a fancy. There were three children that went out to play one day and the mother, as they played, thought she'd be good to them and give them a little treat. So she got out a basket and she put some potato chips in it and she set it outside for the children to eat on. It wasn't very long until little Mary came in crying and she said, Mommy, Mommy, she said, Bobby and Jane ate all the potato chips and I didn't get any. And her mother said, Well, now Mary, that's all right. That's, that's life and life isn't always fair. And little Mary looked up at her and she said, I'm not talking life, I'm talking potato chips. <laughs> well, what's important here? Life or potato chips? God said, I have set before you life and death, good and evil. You choose. The choice is yours. You want to go evil? Fine. He allows that. Does that mean that, mean that everybody that doesn't choose the life that God gives, that they're going to drop dead? No, that isn't what it means. It means that if you choose not to base your decisions on a foundation of God, you're going to end up with a life that you don't want to live. It's going to be meaningless. It's going to be potato chips. It's going to be changing, 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 always surface without any depth. We're making the decisions that our forefathers made, but we're making for the decision, for decisions for the future, for the children that will follow after. What's the foundation you're going to make your choice on? A couple of mischievous children were in the church one day, and as children will do when they get idle and around the church, they were causing some problems. So the minister called him into the office to talk to him. He made one sit down outside in the outer office, and he took the other one inside. And he said to him, Jimmy, do you know where God is? The kid jumped up and bolted out the door and he said to his friend, he said, you come on with me quick. He said, God's lost and they think we did it. <laughs> well, I don't know who did it. But if this nation has lost God, we're in big trouble. I firmly believe 
that the reason this nation has been blessed from its inception is because it was founded on the Word of God. It wasn't something that was going to change. It was something permanent, something we could depend on. If we are going to make decisions on whim and fancy, on misrepresentation, on misinformation, on something we don't understand, we are going to go into deep trouble, not for today, but for all of the future. Don't lose God when you're making your choice. The Word of God says, Paul writes to the Colossians in one of his letters, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be anything of good report, think on these things. Do you have any doubt that if the people making decisions for our country were making decisions on the foundation of the Word of God, that we would be in the same situation we're in today? I don't. Our nation was established on the Word of God as a Christian nation that made decisions on that which was put on the foundation of God's Word. And we have been blessed by God because of that. The Scriptures say it. You go into inhabit the promised land if you do not maintain the word of God you'll be lost at any point in our history that happens this nation has been a unique nation from the time of our constitution we have had the same law and order and rule throughout all of our time never changed that doesn't impress you anything because you've lived here. You said, well, of course, we're a free country, a nation of good people. Do you realize that in that same length of time, France has changed their government five times? Other nations have changed their government repeatedly, and there is not a single nation listed in the United Nations that has not changed its constitution during the years that we've had the same constitution. Why? Because that constitution was based on a word that doesn't change. And because we have followed it through the years, God has blessed that which we have done. Now, it's your generation, and it's your time to make your choice. That's the one thing you have, a choice. And tomorrow there'll be another choice, and the next day there'll be another choice. Build a foundation upon which you can make a choice that is lasting. Jesus said what the children were told this morning, I am the life, the way, the truth, and the life. There's the life that the Old Testament was talking about. I want to finish that lesson. You boys and girls listen to the rest of this very carefully. Jesus Christ said he's the life, and he said also, he that believes on me shall do the things that I do. That's important. When you start to do something, how are you going to make the decision? Well, how are you going to make the choice? You're going to make it because, well, I want potato chips. I don't care about life tomorrow. I want my potato chips. Then what about life tomorrow when you pick something that's fleeting and passing and doesn't last? God makes it easy for us. He gives us his son. 
I am the way and the truth, and this is the life. Make your choice on that. I saw a cartoon of Dennis the Menace recently, and he was being instructed on the things he was allowed to do. And this was his response. Gee, if I do all the things I'm supposed to do, I won't have any time to do the things I'm not supposed to do. Isn't that true? If you make a careful choice and follow the word of God and choose the things that are lasting, you're not going to have to worry about all the other things. They will always take care of themselves. And life will always be the life that God promised if you choose it. You think God already gave you life just because you're alive. You didn't get it that way. You only get life by choosing it over anything else. You accept Jesus Christ. You accept his ways. You find life. And you find it in great abundance. And we save everything that's dear to us because we build on a foundation that won't change. God bless you.